Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and is already starting out directly opposed. Opposed, sir. I'm uh, diametrically opposed. <laughs> You're not going to stand for it. Opposed. All right. See, he's one of those sud- that was in a movie. A southern senator kept saying that. Opposed, sir. I'm diametrically opposed. It sounds like the rooster on... In the Warner Foghorn Leghorn, yes. one of my favorites of all time. Right. I say, boy, a boy. I'm telling you loud. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome. Oh, uh, those were the good old days. You can't beat those Warner Brothers cartoons. <laughs> Joe's fired. We all grew up knowing that the the Wait. the Roadrunner was not going to have an anvil dropped on his head. You know. <laughs> Joe's loaded for bear this morning. <laughs> no, I'm loaded for Warner Brothers cartoons. As opposed to Joe being loaded. <laughs> Doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you got drunk off here? <laughs> Off your tail end. Well, I was probably in my early 20s. Okay. All right. He's been able to control his drinking since then. Oh, thank you. Do you still beat your wife, by the way? Oh, uh, boy. No, let's see. I don't know oh, the so answer So you stopped. To Good. All right. Yeah, there's a story in the news today about one fella in, uh, where is this, Nairobi, uh, a bride, no, Zambia. I knew it was Africa. A bride in Zambia got an unexpected surprise when someone objected objected to her marriage during the ceremony. It was the groom's wife. (laughs) Yes, a woman carrying a small child on her back crashed the church service, screaming that her husband was standing at the altar. Apparently, the bride knew he was married and told his wife that he was going on a business trips. Uh, he told the new wife that he was no longer married, but the new one knew he was going to get married again. Uh, he was arrested and charged with bigamy. Well, wait a second. How can he be charged with bigamy if the ceremony didn't actually well, go through? Well, that's true. I guess you're not even allowed to get a license to get married at that point if you're already married. Well, I can see charging him with obtaining a license under false pretenses or something like that if there's such a charge. But if he didn't actually get married, he isn't a bigamist. Well, apparently in Zambia, it's like a conspiracy charge. It carries the same weight as the actual charge. So. Oh, those Zambonians, they're a group. <laughs> would you like to have two wives if there were two Monies out there? Would you like them both? Uh, one's enough. <laughs> I'm sure if he feels one of me's more than enough. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're quite the bird. <laughs> the bird? Burden. Oh, a burden, yes. I believe she would describe me in that manner. I think you are a bit of a bird, too. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Philatist and... Uh, no, numismatist. I'm not a philatelist. Oh, you don't do stamps? No, I don't do stamps. What's your problem? Stamps are boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coins are fascinating. <laughs> they are. All right. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It's WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. On the Mark, sponsored by 
of the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. Let's see, we have um, the uh, president was out uh, participating in rallies over the weekend and last week. Joe Biden was at a vehicular rally yesterday oh, somewhere. Did you hear the latest about Joe? No, no. At his town hall last week, he announced proudly that the Boilermakers Union had endorsed him. One problem, they didn't. Mm. And as a matter of fact, a couple of locals here in Pennsylvania of the Boilermakers Union have endorsed President Trump. What did you oh, s- no, it's, no, it, it wouldn't. Would it be a lie? No, I'm sorry. It's Joe Biden. It's not a lie. When Joe Biden lies, it's misspeaking. Mm-hmm. When the president lies, it's a lie. Well, I was listening to the president's rallies over the weekend and last week. He misspeaks all the time. <laughs> right. I'm sure Joe is uh, screwing that up or maybe deliberately trying to uh, mess up the voters saying that he had those endorsements. But uh, the president. But see, the funny thing is the people in the audience, unless they're stupid, would have to know he's lying to them. So, I mean, well, if I was unless they're t- Boilermakers, remember, the, I'm, I don't know what the Boilermakers Union has done or you, hasn't done. You know, like, Joe, if I told you, yes, I finally got my new truck from the Sunbury Motor Company, it's an F-350 dump truck. I know you were lying drive. because you've been talking about buying one for the last 10 years and right. you haven't done it yet. Exactly. So when uh, he goes to a rally, the president goes to a rally, and the, the, the audience is welcome to participate in this. What do you do when your candidate is deliberately lying, I guess would be the premise here. And, uh, like, the president is saying we've turned the corner and the number of coronavirus cases and deaths are going down the estimates or that we've beaten it and that this herd immunity has started. Okay, he looks you in the eye and he tells you that. And you know, and everybody well, in the I don't audience know who, knows I don't it's know not who, true. I don't know where he got the information. You think he's just lying and made it up. Isn't it possible somebody, some scientist, and they don't all agree that some scientist said to him, Mr. Okay. President, I believe we've turned the corner and this is going to get better. So he, you think he's found the, the scientist that believes I don't, that? Okay. Well, I don't know. But there, right. there are well, people, no, not a, everybody uh, believes in climate change, Mark. There's a Joe Bastardi in every group, you know. <laughs> now, so. Don't come down on old Joe. He's a good guy. So, all right. Well, he also says that uh, Joe Biden is interested in eliminating coverage for pre-existing conditions. And Joe Biden says the president is interested. And the truth is, neither one of them is interested in doing that. So, the question of the day is, and people can weigh in if they want to, uh, what's your reaction when your candidate lies to you? Now, the president doesn't need to lie. If if Joe Biden wants to lie, that's his thing. You know, he's not in office yet. He has a record. But if he wants to lie about what... Oh, so candidates may lie, but presidents may not. No, I'm just speculating here. The president, uh, I'm sorry, the challenger can say, if I'm elected, you know, I'm going to cure all known diseases and, and feed the poor. basically promising that. Right. Yes. So that's his thing. But the president is saying things that just blatantly aren't true about his administration and things that are happening. Uh, so what, is that what is worse, it, What I has guess? he said that isn't true? Well, the things that I just mentioned. He said about the uh, pre-existing conditions. Let's see. But he's not, he's not opposed to that. Right. No, but he says Joe Biden is, which Joe says he isn't, and his health care plan. Well, I don't believe either one of them is opposed to that. But, I mean, the Democrats have been saying for months that the Republicans in Congress are going to strip away pre-existing conditions when every United States senator of both parties has said nothing will pass that does not include protection for pre-existing conditions. So, I mean, all this is is fear-mongering for the electorate. Okay. On both sides. So it's not for that audience there, because they probably know this stuff's not true. It's in case there's some undecided voter there that 
that uh, says, oh, my gosh, Joe Biden wants to get rid of pre-existing conditions. So that would be the outcome of that. Well, you know where we are. We're exactly where we were four years ago. Two flawed candidates running for president of the United States. I'm sorry. Joe Biden is no savior as far as I'm concerned. And President Trump, I always like I, I do like what the president of black entertainment television said. And I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he's one of the really great black entrepreneurs in America. He said, I'm going to stick with the devil I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because he knows where Donald Trump is. He knows he's wow. going to be good for business. He knows he's going to build the economy. And I have this great article here that we may want to get into, and I'm sure there'll be some people out there, notably Tom, who will fall off their chair when I read you the title of the article. <laughs> it says, Five Reasons Why a Sane Person Should Vote Again for Trump. Should vote again. Again for, for Trump, right. Because the word again means against in, in parlance around here. So, But these it are does. people that would vote for well, for Well, basically it's saying, well, let's just change it to, to the actual sense of it. Five reasons why a sane person should vote for President Trump. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yes, yeah, we're at the same place we were four years ago, and uh, flawed candidates, and uh, your candidate but deliberately lying But look at what we have going. You. Oh, you had said, that's right, you had said about uh, somebody says we'll vote for the devil you know, right? Right, the head of black entertainment television. Well, that's an interesting philosophy, because I think that is part of the Trump campaign. I think they, uh, they've, it, it, without saying I as may much, be bad, but you know me? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know the kind of person I am. You know that I say that I'm going to drain the swamp and, and I'll uh, drain the swamp and uh, you know that I, I have a once again saying I have a health care plan and once again saying that the deficit is you know a top priority for the administration and things like this I have a feeling that a lot of voters are going to do that say well I know by you know president is terrible I can name five reasons only an insane person would vote for him <laughs> oh, but I can hardly wait to hear those but on the other hand uh, I don't know what Joe Biden would do, if anything. You know, maybe he'd do nothing. Remember, two years ago, we talked about this poll that one of the reasons President Trump's approval ratings were going up is that a wide range of people saw him as a person of action. You know, all the executive right. orders and so on, the things that he actually did. And he did. Right. Not, he not his on words, this. but the... the deeds that he had done, they, they viewed him as assertive, which people, and excuse me for using the demographic, white women in the suburbs appreciated that, you know, the fact that they didn't agree with what he was doing, but he was taking action. So you don't know if Joe Biden will be like that or if he'll just spend every day undoing what President Trump did, which, you know, that I think he'll the first thing he'll do is call AOC into his office and Bernie <sighs> Sanders and say, now, what are my instructions? <laughs> yeah, what should I do? What should I be oh, doing boy. now? Well, that's true. Yeah, nobody instructs President Trump. You know that to be true. And nobody even can offer him much in the way of guidance. You can tell him it's pouring but, you outside know, look, and, you know, and he it, says no. I don't blame him. I mean, he has been sucker punched so many times. And now look at the debate this Thursday night. Did you see who the moderator is? Uh, no. I, I remember it's somebody who's flawed, but... Wh- well, not flawed, but her uh, Democratic supporter, her family has given th- tens of thousands of dollars to the Democrats. So she's not objective in your view. Well, no. And, as a matter of fact, she's, she's receiving a lot of, a lot of um, uh, concern from people that she isn't going to be fair. And there was a survey they uh, listed the five things that Americans are most interested in going into this election. And she picked five items, or for, some items for the uh, for the agenda at this meeting, none of them are on that list. Well, and, uh, okay, so she's biased, in your view. Uh, what's her name, anyway? I'm trying to remember it. Um, okay. Oh, I know it. Okay. I just well, can't in any recall event, it. She's biased, and we'll accept the fact that, that you, well, she may have a conflict Well, I don't know that she is. She may, she may have, but, I mean, 
you would think that they would try to pick people for moderators of these debates who were at least impartial. Well, can't they get somebody from Fox to do it? Well, Chris Wallace, I think, if, if he had been given the tools to control the debate, would have done an outstanding job as he did the last time. Okay. And Chris Wallace will ask anybody a tough question. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we're talking about the flawed presidential candidates that hope to be our president uh, next year, one of whom is incumbent, one of whom is challenger. Uh, the fact that they both lie directly to their audience as though we're stupid, I guess, as they must think. Uh, do you agree with this observation that maybe the people just will like President Trump because he's the devil you know versus you're not quite sure what Joe Biden would do if elected? one 800 795 We're going to go to Stan and then Than and then take a break. So we'll start out with uh, Stan. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. Uh, when is the corruption that uh, Biden is involved with and his son as far as foreign uh, investments and uh, kickbacks and that went to Joe Biden's uh, pockets in the tune of 50 percent of whatever Hunter took in? That's all in emails well, is, that have been uh, released that were on his computer. Is there some way that the president's Justice Department can look into that? Oh, they were given a chance. The FBI subpoenaed the laptop back in last year, December of 2019, and did nothing with the information. Okay, so the FBI is... But the, the information's in, out there. ...is impeding this. Well, but okay. if, if you watch the mainstream media, they always, if they refer to it at all, which they seldom do, they always use some derogatory word to describe the emails, like suspicious or, um, you know, un, un... Well, I'm trying to think of... The, I heard them on MSNBC use a word this morning, and I can't recall it right now, but it irritated me because they're just dismissing it. And yet anything that comes out about President Trump is negative. They're all over it. Well, it's the gospel truth. Are, these emails are frivolous. They're not frivolous. They're I think they point to a They're pattern really of corruption. They're frivolous. They're not huh? frivolous. <laughs> so, so emails that have Hunter discussing with his family members about uh, you know, him supporting the family for the past 30 years. I don't think he's not that old, so I don't know how it could be 30 years. But anyways... You know, and uh, how he's going to take care of them, but he won't require them to give them 50% of their take like Pops did, which is Pops Biden, Joey. <laughs> so uh, that, that's one of the emails <clears throat> written to, by, by Biden to one of, to his family members. And you're saying the so, FBI can't get this? They, well, here's, asked for here's, what's, they here's, here's what's interesting, Stan. You know, the Democrats are saying that this is a lot of this stuff is the Russians are interfering. Well, maybe if this is Russian <laughs> interference, you'd think they'd want to get to the bottom of it. They'd be demanding the FBI investigate it and make and expose it for the fake it is. Trek it all the way back to Moscow. And, and no one on the Biden campaign has said that they're fake. They've basically been ignoring it. And when Joe was asked a question about it, he walked away from the reporter because he doesn't want to answer any questions. Well, well they did a montage of his responses to it, and uh, to a Fox reporter yesterday, uh, I guess uh, Mr. Ducey, and, you know, Biden's getting mad at him and his face for asking the question. You know, if you can't ask a tough question, I would think Biden would relish the opportunity to explain how wrong it is instead of just getting mad and hopefully... Clear the air. Clear the air, right. And, you know, but, oh, this is just another Republican smear campaign. Really? All right. Well, well well, there is there is Russian involvement here, and it was Russian oligarchs and that involved with Biden getting <clears throat> you know special treatment by the Biden uh, Obama administration because he was doing backdoor deals with them, collecting large sums of money through Hunter. 
So eventually it's going to come out. Now, whether it comes out before the election or after, it'll all be proven. And then are they going to impeach Joey if he should happen to win, just like they impeached Trump for what Biden was the one that did? The Democratic Biden controlled. did what Trump was impeached for. The Democratic-controlled Senate will not impeach <laughs> President Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no kidding. You know, that, that, that's that's the problem. I predict. You know, it, it's just, it's insanity is what it is. You know, all that information's out there, and people are still going to vote for him. All right, we got you know, to the stand. Russian involvement, the Chinese involvement. Chinese is even worse. All right, thank so, you so much, Stan. Really appreciate the call. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. And, Than, you are going to be the last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Good morning. Hope you had a great weekend. And, of course... <clears throat> went to all kinds of parties and everything. I'm talking to Joe because I know <laughs> a, a spreader event is something you kind of favor. Anyway, um, my uh, comment was that last week when uh, President Trump and uh, Biden each had a town hall uh, at the same time, I watched Biden. I didn't watch Trump. So after hearing that Trump was so badly uh, uh, asked questions and uh, argued with and so forth, I went and I watched the Trump's thing. It's going to happen again with somebody who's smart, who understands that there are wrong uh, ideas out in the public. I mean, you and Stan, Joe, listen to the the, uh, Russians all the time and repeat what they tell us. What what have I repeated from the Russians? No, no, come on, that's a a dangerous uh, assertion. What for Russian propaganda have I repeated that is verifiably from Russia? Uh, verifiably from Russia. Yeah, you're saying I did it. So you're not sure. You're casting aspersions on me, but you're not sure about them. I'll tell you what. If you were to go through the history of the Russian involvement in our elections, rather than listening to the orange-faced man, you would find that a lot of those things are based on Facebook and other stuff that I think are very destructive, uh, and that is the that's how the Russians talk to us, and probably the Chinese. Well, let me ask you this: Are they are the are the, uh, are like the folks are the gullible people? Oh yes, for. right. We're gullible now. Are the are the good folks at Twitter? Are they 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 are not Russian for you know not running or blocking the New York Post reporting because the New York Post oh, they're obviously a tool of the Russians too, right? Aren't you worried about stifling free speech? I thought that was your big thing. Uh, Actually, I I must admit that with the way, and it's because I'm nearly 80 years old, the way the Internet uh, agencies are uh, able to, and not purposely, I don't even think that Facebook and those guys do it purposely. If they do, that's even worse. But they have to run everything in free speech the thing is and that would be honest i would like it that way but then it would take somebody educated enough to know when whoever posted the thing was full of baloney and obviously there aren't people who think about that they just say donald trump said it and it's on this email so it's true 
Well, not everything is true. I don't know what happened with Biden. I am not worried about whether his son was corrupt. I mean, good heavens. If your son was corrupt, Joe, I know he's not. He's a great guy. I wouldn't take that out on you. Well, if if his corruption benefited me and I was and my public office, I would hope you would take it out on me. I certainly would if that happened. But well, I'm then we won't know absent a full investigation that clears the air. And Mr. Biden doesn't seem to want to participate in that. Wait a minute! Didn't Barr just not publish a big investigation because there was no result? Who? Wasn't that all about this? Bar. A bar. Well, n- not, not really. No, I don't think he's looked into this yet. No, he hasn't looked into this. He's been no, kept he from doing into, it by no, the president. He looked into a corruption thing that uh, that Trump brought up, and I guess everybody who is his uh, follower believed it. And so they investigated, and I could say spent millions of dollars investigating it, found out nothing, and since they found nothing, they didn't publish All right. To be continued. Thank you so much, Than. Thanks for the words of reasonable common sense, which we promptly rejected. So Reasonable common sense. He called me a tool of the Russians. What kind of a guy is this? Well, so does uh, Bob. Thank you so much, Than. Read that text right there. says, good morning. The fake emails on Robert Biden are from Russia, Russia, Russia. Rudy Giuliani is a Russian. Trump lies, lies, lies. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right. We got some more emails and texts. Uh, we'd love more callers on the topic of how much of this is true. Hunter Biden, is your candidate lying to you? Do you care? Or is it just that we have such a suspension of disbelief uh, that uh, we're just let, let's get Biden in there and we'll find out what Hunter did later. If the Biden is correct or corrupt for some reason, he'll have to be punished. Uh, but uh, the president's in charge of the Justice Department. So let him uh, get his investigation. Investigations going. Uh, every, everybody on the Democratic side is perfectly willing to have have that happen. Let's let's get her sure done. They are. Yep. Let's get her done. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll probably have time for one more caller. We got a couple of emails posted. We'll read those. We have Senator Yaw's uh, follow up from last week. His answers to unanswered questions. Call us now. One eight hundred. Seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicles worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565, ultra-speedy dialer. The answer to the question is uh, Kristen Welker, who's a genius as far as I'm concerned, is a super White House correspondent for NBC. She'll do a great job. She's very objective and does a good job, despite the guilt by association with NBC. Where where, where can you show me uh, something that's, that's where she's been praised for her objectivity? I just did. What's well, you praised that? her. Yeah, right. what's wrong with that? Well, I, I hear she asks again, the, the difference between the kind of questions President Trump gets asked and the questions Joe Biden gets asked. Yesterday, the reporter stopped Biden on the way out of that actual second where he was willing to <laughs> well, communicate. Let's just, and ask him, finish, ask him, let's just stipulate that Joe Biden's pathetic. Let's just no, get but that they out ask, of the way. They ask him, he came out of a milkshake so shop, they ask him what flavor of milkshakes he bought. <laughs> now, that, <laughs> and he said, I bought chocolate, vanilla, black and white. About Hunter, and he wouldn't answer. Well, they, uh, that was at another time. This was yesterday. Okay, he was coming well. out. He and his wife are coming out of an ice cream parlor, and instead of asking a substantive question, they ask him what flavor of milkshake he was drinking. I think all kinds of political <laughs> candidates get all kinds of remarks. What you did know? you have for breakfast this morning, Mr. <laughs> Biden? Well, let me see. Uh, ham and eggs. High fiber flakes, <laughs> I guess. All right. Speaking of high fiber flakes, uh, read the top email there or top right, text. Top, top text says, "Hey, Than, what about the Russian involvement with the Hillary campaign? She actually paid." them for their help. You're blind about the collusion with Twitter and Facebook and the Democratic Party. Biden was selling his position for cash while vice president then. Okay, and the, the bottom one. And the bottom one oh, I read. did read that. Yes. Okay. So the email says, good morning, guys. The answer to the question, we ignore them because we know all politicians lie, and there's a little bit of truth and a little bit of lie. We're the ones that have to react with, it's important, is it important or is it not that important? The better thing to talk about today is Thursday's debate coming up. Not one question about 12 issues people are interested in. I'm not sure I'm going to watch it. Just another gotcha debate for Trump. And I agree with our writer there. Oh, That's you? exactly okay. what... What are the questions? Or what, what are the... She, what's she list, listed them. But as I said, there was a survey uh, done by, I think, Quinnipiac or whatever, mm-hmm. however you pronounce that. That's correct. You just said uh, it right. Thank you. Uh, I think it was their poll about what, what issues are the American people are most concerned about. And there were things like the economy. Um, well, coronavirus. Well, yeah, that was up there. But, uh, uh, gee, there were a couple of other... Uh, Deficit. Well, the economy was at the top of the list. Okay. Okay, so, but none of the questions that this woman is doing, this uh, Kristen, Christy, uh, are in that group. Kristen Welker. Kristen Welker. To be continued during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll see if we can bring Joe around. We need a David Brinkley. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He worked for NBC, too, so I'm not sure. Back when NBC had integrity. Oh, did they? Okay, we got you. All right. Well, Joe set us straight. All right, folks. Mail in your ballot early. <laughs> this is WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. we got open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, what do you think when your candidate lies to you? Do you care? Lots of uh, Biden lies were dispensed over the weekend at his rally. Lots of Trump lies were just dispensed 24-7 for the most part from him and to his uh, Step right up. Candidates. Get your lies right here. No That's charge. Right. So uh, what's your reaction to <laughs> The Boilermakers have endorsed me. You suspend <laughs> your disbelief sufficiently, or or is it, uh, as we had kind of gotten down to the bottom of it earlier this uh, year, that it really doesn't have anything to do with Donald Trump or Joe Biden? It's just if you oppose the uh, train wreck of a human being that uh, Mr. Trump is, you're going to vote against him. <laughs> if you don't train. like socialist policies and all the far-left uh, aspects of Mr. Hunter or or uh, Mr. Joe, then uh, Joe Biden, that is, then you're going to vote against him. So uh, we are talking about that uh, today. How do you suspend your disbelief enough to believe anything that either of them says? Why isn't uh, Joe Biden being investigated? The president is fully in charge of the FBI and the Justice Department, but yet gives Hunter a pass. Why is that? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. we got some emails and texts related to this topic. We'd love to hear from you. We also talked about Kristen Welker, the uh, I call her a genius. I just think she's a super reporter at the White House. She puts tough questions to the president uh, whenever she gets an opportunity. And uh, so she's a good And she's reporter. the one who asked Joe Biden what flavor of milk oh, she Oh, was it her? Oh, no, that's no it wasn't. But, <laughs> but that's the way she'll treat Biden on Thursday night. Okay. Mr. Vice President, you made a serious decision the other day as to what flavor of milkshake to drink. <laughs> Please delve more deeply. Let's hey, do the Explain to us your choice of vanilla over chocolate. Uh, all right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Text us at 70236. We invite you to do as I've done. I just had a revised order for my next vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. But you can do what I've done. Look at all of the Fords, all of the Lincolns, all of the Kias, and all the Hyundais, and the pre-owned inventory, and then make your selection. You can select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. I finally decided on my vehicle. It's going to be an F-350 dump truck with four-wheel drive and a double cab and a sunroof and a power rear window and chrome wheels on all of the wheels on this. It's going to have a dual axle in the back, and we're going to make sure that this dump truck can haul everything. We're going to get about 20 bushels of leaves out of our backyard in the coming weeks, and I want to make sure that I have the ability to haul those. So 1-800-795-9565 is our number. Call the Sunbury Motor Company or check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, check out online specials. Check out Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln. Uh, check out the quick lane that can pump you up with nitrogen and uh, make sure that your cars are running perfectly as uh, only the Sunbury Motor Company can do. In the news today, Pennsylvanians have a few hours left to apply to register to vote in the general election. The deadline for the application is close of business today. Anyone can check their registration status online at votespa.com. There you can find the online voter registration application or the ability to update voter information, such as change of name, address, or party affiliation. Any registered voter wishing to vote by mail has until 5 p.m. next Tuesday, October 27th, to apply. Speaking of October 27th, uh, State Senator Gene Yaw and his chairman.
challenger Michelle Siegel, a Democrat, are going to be on uh, WKOK's On the Mark program together next uh, Tuesday at uh, 9 a.m., October 27th. So uh, we are going to be able to get uh, both in the studio, and uh, we'll have us a a good pre-election forum, we hope. State Senator Gene Yaw says, yes, mail-in ballots have uh, what he'll call some unanswered questions. There's issues involving the, the drop boxes, the counting ballots three days after the election, or, or if they come in, in as long as they're postmarked prior to or on, the, on election day. The signature issue, you know, that, that, that we don't have to verify signatures on uh, the uh, mail-in ballot. And that is, he's on a recent edition of WKOK's On the Mark. That's Joe moving his microphone uh, during the discussion. That's because it was hard to see Gene, and I pulled back so I could look at him. You see the cough switch in front of you? Yeah. Push it down, then I move your mic. I wasn't coughing. Push it down, <laughs> and then move your mic. Okay, let me try that. All right, next time. Hey, it works. Thanks. <laughs> no, no problem. Thanks for the tip, Mark. Uh, you can listen to the entire, entire discussion on the WKOK <laughs> podcast page. Over the weekend, over 1,800 new cases of COVID-19 in Pennsylvania confirmed. In our valley, 34 new COVID-19 tests for the virus, one new death in Northumberland County. Hospitalizations down by a patient or two around here as we may have uh, hit the peak, the very top of the surge that's occurring in our area. And a group of about 40 people of all different ages protested outside a Rocky River home in Ohio Sunday afternoon, facing off against each other on opposite sides of the road. About half supported President Trump and half supported the Democratic nominee, former Vice President Joe Biden. It was over a Lake Road lawn display featuring giant likenesses of the President and Vice President and uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The president was a giant likeness of the Texaco gas man wearing a Make America Great Again hat with pro-Trump flags and signs. What really got Biden supporters riled up, though, is another part of the display, a likeness of Hillary Clinton behind bars in prison stripes. And while it wasn't there Sunday, just days before, there was a toilet bowl with a sign reading, Deposit Biden Votes Here. Uh, And the owner says, I'm against this. I'm sorry, not the owner. Maybe a passerby says, I'm against this obnoxious display of wealth and entitlement, says Barbara Fazio, who organized the pro-Biden protest, as she told local reporters. There's also a likeness of Joe Biden uh, climbing out of a basement hatch that's built on the ground. It shows this uh, wooden hatch that he's climbing out of, but you can see his head and chest as he's climbing out from out of the basement into the yard. So she's <laughs> It's really cute. It's, the whole thing is really well done. You have a photo of it? Uh, not on me. I don't carry no. a photo with me, but <laughs> if only you had a smartphone that you don't know how to use, you could probably find it. 1-800-7... Well, you're just coming down on me right and left today. Uh, I'm well, moving you, my you microphone. Because <laughs> you don't know how to mute your phone. That's always funny. All right. Uh, we got a caller waiting. we got another one coming in. Uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Doug from Lewistown says, the trouble with the argument that it doesn't matter what Biden's son did because he's not running for president is that Joe Biden is up to his neck in this mess. He bragged about getting the Ukraine investigator or lawyer who was investigating his son fired. He did this by threatening to withhold funds to the Ukraine with Obama's knowledge while being vice president. This is all on audio tape. Where have we heard something like this before? Oh, yeah, it's what we spent millions of dollars and many months on impeaching President Trump. Biden did exactly what they accused Trump of doing, and the Bidens profited greatly from it. 
and Trump is the crook. Well, in this case, uh, Joe Biden actually did, did, did do that. I mean, it, you know, the president had accusations, but Joe Biden did what uh, is being talked about there. I uh, read this text here, and then we'll get the okay. call. Okay, it's now reported that, and I don't know where, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's in Forbes. Okay, it's now reported that Donald Trump owes more than $1 billion in debt coming due. He's a liability to the USA. Wake up, America. And the president addressed this and said that that is the price of doing business, not specifically addressing that figure, but says that's the price of doing business is uh, you borrow money so you can make money. So well, you know, that's his first view. of all, it's not Donald Trump who owes it. It's the Trump organization. I'm sure he's incorporated and, you know, it's not personal debt yeah, but where, where a guy named like Guido is going to come around with a baseball bat and break his kneecaps. Okay. Uh, no, the president talks about it as though it's his debt. Talking about any debt, he hasn't talked about any figures. So it's it's not, as you described, Trump Enterprises. It's Donald Trump. Eric, you're on the mark. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, he did talk about it at the town hall last week. He, he came forward and said there was, what, $240 million in debt and that he was under-leveraged. So I'm not sure what he's worth, but... Uh, I think it's more than you and I. Um, the uh, topic of your uh, what you're putting on your front lawn very interesting. I, I think you know as long as it's done in somewhat good taste, it's it's okay. I guess it shows the demeanor of the person. I have a neighbor of mine down here in Port Treverton who has a big picture of Donald Trump, "Make America Great Again," and then next to it is a head on a stick. So I'm not sure what that message is there, but there you go. You can see it's right off 1115 in Fort Treverton. Um, but you're characterizing uh, Mr. Biden as being far left, far left. That's that's all I'm hearing. Far left. Um, what do you what do you guys consider far left? Who said that, Joe? Bernie Sanders, oh. Olivia Casio no, Cortez. No, Mark, you just said that. You said you characterized him as being far left. I, I must we have misspoke. I, I I don't think Joe Biden is far left. He's a moderate Democrat, if there ever was one. He's the most moderate Democrat okay. that ever lived. I might have been talking uh, about agree. the far but, left I mean, in general. Far left, far left, far left. And I'm like, no, to me, he's he's for the American, common American person. He wants people to pay their taxes. He wants uh, health care for folks. He wants to get you know, help people get an education. Well, I guess I couldn't figure out what's so far left about that about helping the common working man. Uh, your second characterization is correct. Joe's not far left. He's moderate. Okay. That's that's his appeal. But he is unduly influenced by the far left, and if he is elected, he will owe that to the far left, <laughs> and will no doubt pay allegedly. it back. Allegedly, you well, you know, every, everybody true. says so it. Amy, well, everybody what? says it. It must uh, be true. What do you base that upon besides the rhetoric you're hearing from the Republican camp? Well, because he and upon? Bernie sat down and crafted a, a policy plan that's exactly Bernie's policies. That's why. That's where I put it. Show I me. It, show Mr. me in there. I believe Mr. Sanders was to you know pay off all the all, all the people's debt and guarantee you know free college education and and I don't believe that's anywhere in the planks that Mr. Biden is is uh, is part of what he's running on. Free health care for but, it, again, for illegal like, immigrants. He put his hand up for that. That's pretty far left. Uh, when you define illegal immigrants. Well, I define illegal immigrants I mean, as somebody who's here without proper documentation who didn't come into the country legally. That's how I define so that it. that might be, uh, and I'm, I'm not up on that that topic as much, and I'm sure people jumped in all of that, but uh, 
the other thing, I, I, I just see we have one candidate who's for the common working man, those of us who aren't leveraged, under-leveraged at $240 million, those of us who have filed our taxes and pay our 10 to 12%, even though we're suckers for, for paying what we need for our government to function and to help other folks out and to have our roads and everything else. I guess um, I'm, I'm a sucker because I, I paid... I think I paid 10.8% taxes last year. I'm a sucker for, for doing that. Uh, I also had, you know, my tax returns, and uh, and I'm not under audit for 10 years by the IRS. Um, so I, I guess, you know, that's far left, and I'm far left. But um, there's one kid out there who's out and supported by the rich folks, and there's one out there fighting for the common man. And anyone with any sense can tell who is who. But, you know, you're talking about the rich folks, and yet uh, the left likes to point out that Donald Trump really scores high numbers with poorly educated white people. Sounds like the common man to me. Well, then there's the folks who uh, are easily swayed or influenced, or can be easily swayed or influenced. Everyone's different, but um, he speaks to them because he proponents, you know, um, that Mr. Biden's going to take away their guns. So that's, you know, a lot of people around that scares them. Um, so they're clutching to their guns that, and their Bible, huh? That we don't, that he proposes that we don't have a race problem in this country. And that speaks to a lot of, a lot of folks, uh, uh, you know, especially uh, white male voters, especially in the South and through the red states. Yeah, that, that, that's, that resonates, because he's telling them what they want to hear. Uh, Mr. Biden is telling them, is telling us, who have research issues and so forth, that he is for the working man. Okay, so I got that it. we need some changes. The we people who support Biden have researched all of this, and they know, and the people who support the president, they haven't done any research, and they don't know. I got you. No. And the thing, well, that's what you said. Mouth, well, that's what you said. You said the people who you said you said the people who researched it and know are supporting Joe Biden. That implies that the people who support the Trump, President Trump, have not researched it and do not know. There's a lot of people out there who, as soon as you heard the word Trump, is voting for him because he is speaking what they want to hear. You can keep your guns. We're not going to have any taxes. And isn't uh, Biden you know, speaking the word? Don't make case in the country that there isn't a race problem. There's not a COVID nineteen problem. We're going to open everything up, and everything's going to be fine. We've turned the corner. That was his his uh, message over the, over the weekend. We've turned the corner on the COVID. We turned the corner, all right. And we're going back in the wrong direction. If you believe the science, so you can believe the science, or you can believe Mr. Trump. I choose to believe the science. Fair enough. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much, Thanks. Eric. Always Thanks, Eric. Gentlemen. Have a great day. How are you? Appreciate you too, Eric. I, oh, I forgot to ask Eric if he saw the implosion on Friday. 1-800-795-9565. Eric, call back with a yes or no answer. That's all right. He doesn't have to. He can call tomorrow. <laughs> the six topics for the third presidential debate on WDKOK Thursday night at 9 p.m. Fighting COVID-19. American families. Oh, yeah. I'm not quite sure what, precisely what that means, although it certainly is a broad topic and an important one. Race in America. So I'm glad they're going to finally address that. It <laughs> should be interesting how President Trump answers that. Well, we don't need any races in America. Uh, climate change, national security, and leadership. Well, the president should very do very well with those oh, topics. On. Every one of those is leaning toward Joe Biden. Leadership? Leaning toward him. National security? 
They're, they're, going to say, they're going to say, well, now, Mr. President, you called our troops losers and suckers, Mr. President. How does that help our national security? In what way? Uh, well, well, climate change and race, obviously, that would hurt the president. But national security no, and leadership, I don't think, I don't think are... any of them hurt him. He's a big boy. He can answer those questions. But it would have been nice if they'd have picked something like packing the Supreme Court in there, where they really were coming down on Joe for that. Brother. You know, and for uh, <laughs> both of them, what's their health care plan? Oh, you could beat your head into the microphone. <laughs> Hit oh the mute button God. first, will you? <laughs> oh, gosh. Hold <laughs> but on. But don't you think those are fair questions? Uh, hold on, Chris. When it comes to car <laughs> buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. Well, Joe and I actually solved all the world's problems during the break, so... No, I just supplemented your memory. <laughs> that uh, certainly isn't going to help the show. Uh, Chris has been patiently waiting. Thank you so much, sir, for being patient. You're on the mark. Morning, Chris. Yeah, good morning. I guess you, Joe is actually uh, repeating Russian propaganda. <laughs> uh, the... The FBI and the intelligence agencies both warned that Giuliani was dealing with people that were working for the Russian people who were uh, head of the who were who were running the head of the, the the Russian disinformation campaign on this year's election and and the last presidential election and that's where he was getting his information from. The uh, stuff that that Stan was talking about is is just that, and there is no there is no proof. Uh, Stan was also calling in about before about how all this crossfire hurricane and the unmasking investigation and everything was going to lay everything open, and they turned out to be. Uh, he turned out to be wrong on that, so now he's hung his hat on the Biden thing uh, two weeks before the election, when, of course, no useful information can come out about it. But it is, it is this, he went over there and talked to the Ukrainians who were attached to the Russian disinformation campaign. Well, I believe and he got their that. information, and the same thing they said the same thing about the Ron Johnson uh, report that the senators did on it, where that 3.5 million check came, and they said that the evidence for that was in document number confidential document number six, which of course hasn't been released. And of course, if there was one that was valid, the president has the right to release it, and he hasn't. What's that tell you? So Joe Biden's computer, or no, his son's computer, was gotten by the Russians, and oh, they put all this stuff no, on you it. you don't know that. 
Well, you said it's a Russian hoax, and that that's where. No, Bi- they, 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 uh, they. It's some of the stuff was from the from the. <clears throat> there's a couple different ones. There's there's one that uh, where they hacked the oil company in Ukraine that Russian did and got emails there, and there's this mysterious one that just showed up with all the things in it in in uh, store in Baltimore. <laughs> That supposedly had a Hunter Biden sticker on it, or a company that he was a sticker on it, and he turned it, uh, he turned it into the FBI, and he turned it into the, and he made a copy of it and distributed it to Giuliani, who turned it over to the New York Post, the notoriously inaccurate and pro-Trump newspaper, <laughs> as opposed to the New York Times, an inaccurate and no, notoriously left-leaning to the Daily paper. News. Not compared to the Times. The Times is accurate. Oh, right, right. That accounts for all the stories they've had to retract about President Trump in the last year. At uh, least not eight. Not very many. Eight. If you look at them, uh, how many turned out to be right? That he didn't. That Trump actually wrote the letter that he said Donald, his son, wrote to the committee and all sorts of things about, about what actually happened in Ukraine. That actually turned out all to be accurate. But eight stories were inaccurate. Eight. Eight. Eight out of what? Nine hundred and sixty-two thousand. Okay, and they retracted the ones that uh, they uh, the ones that turned out not to be right. <laughs> As right? opposed to Fox News, because which does know nothing that. about mistakes. When was mistakes? the last time the Daily the Post uh, retracted anything? Yeah, they, right. They don't get anything wrong. <laughs> it's, it's a tabloid. You call it that, but it's got the fourth highest circulation in the country. Well, the National Enquirer is number one. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Jeez, Joe. You, you, somebody ought to put some salt on you. You twist your logic like a pretzel. So the great unwashed out there, they, they've decided what's right and what's wrong, uh, right? You call them uh, poorly educated. and uh, I'm just saying that's uh, what the left says. You call them low information voters. That's what the left calls I, them. That's very derogatory. Well, the, the poorly educated white people like President Trump. But the college-educated white people, they like Joe Biden. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, that's not poorly educated. That's this low education level. It's still demeaning. People, maybe they didn't have the opportunities that Joe Biden had. Right, and, of course, Joe Biden graduated. Himself who called them, I love those low-information voters. Right. Joe Biden graduated that first Joe, in his class. Trump said that. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden said he graduated first in his class from law school with three degrees. And okay, that turned out to be a that lie. What's that to do with anything about the Russians that we're talking about? Well, we're talking about lies, aren't we? And we're getting facts no, straight? No, we're talking about newspapers and who, which what, truth, newspapers you can trust. And we education. About what politicians you can trust. Okay, Chris, we got to get another caller going, but thank you so much. Hey, thanks, Chris. Call really again, buddy. That. Hey, uh, well, I will because there's uh, corruption in the the swamp that's turned into a cesspool under Trump. <laughs> well said, <laughs> thank you. Says you, Chris. That. Yeah, the swamp is a cesspool. What is the proper way to indicate the various education levels? Some people are degreed, others are fabulously successful, wonderful genius, working class dogs like me without upper degrees. Well, what, what? how do you? word that well why do you have to word it at all aren't they just people you know i i could tell you people without college degrees who look at things very carefully do a great deal of research doesn't mean you know say well they're poorly educated white people 
that doesn't necessarily well, demographics. Hold if you're talking about polling and statistics, demographics is where you look. Education is part of that. That's all. But how do you properly and appropriately and uh, complementarily make a reference to somebody's education if if they don't have an upper? Well, degree? I would say you would refer to them as people who may be graduated from high school with no further training. Well, you know, they may have had additional training, but you know, mm-hmm. high school graduate with other training, a college graduate, advanced degree. All of those categories exist. They're in use by statisticians. Right, but on you a don't but basis. you can't you don't phrase them in a way that's demeaning to the people on the low end of the scale. Mm-hmm. Like in saying, well, you know, these low low uh, education individuals, they haven't low done education. the research. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's our caller said with all due respect, Eric, he said he actually said and I think you know, and I, I don't think he meant it derogatorily. It's just the way people refer to it. He actually said that people uh, who support Biden have done the research and they know. The implication being that people who support the president have done no research and don't know. And you went to Millersville? Yes. Okay. I forgot. Okay. Good for you. And you went to Penn State. Right. (laughs) Did you like Penn State? You sat on that lion's lap, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, I'd never been near that lion. I hate the lion, but uh, the uh, fact is that... um, you got a better education out of the state system than I did. I guarantee you that. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Mike has been super duper patient. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, I want to talk about the midterm election to be held in twenty twenty two. Oh my gosh! Give us a break, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and well, the reason for it is because a lot of my and I may have mentioned this before. A lot of my friends that are my age uh, that have you know, watch politics for a long time, they're under the belief that they're going to take a chance on voting on Joe Biden because if, you know, if the left takes over and does all the crazy stuff that they want to do, if Biden can't stop them, they'll just, you know, vote in 2022 and they'll change out the House and the Senate and then then everything will be okay. And and historically, that's kind of how it works. When, When one party has control, total control, they overreach in the first two years, and then in the midterm elections, the voters come out and they, they get some balance back in there to check the, the overreach. But now, and, and, we're, and, and some of your callers are really uh, backing up what I believe. You know, they're, they're believing everything that's being put out in the media as long as it supports Joe Biden. And that's great. They're talking about the, the major networks and the newspapers. But the reality is the younger kids these days, they're getting their information out of uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And the people that control that, they, they're in Silicon Valley. They're uh, out there where they're all rich. They're billionaires, a lot of them and millionaires. And they're all tied to the Democrat Party. And they're suppressing and censoring the news that the next generation of voters that are going to you know, decide the fate of our country, they're, they're, it's just not right. It, that they're allowed to censor news, and of course, you know, both sides, this all comes down to the Russian story here about uh, the laptop and uh, Biden's kids and everything. One side says it's true, and the other side says it's not, but the reality is, most of the media says it's all a Russian hoax again, and, and everybody believes that, especially the younger kids. And I, and I just think that we need to have more balance, and, and, and it all comes down to education. We need to teach people how to research. We need to teach people how to uh, look at uh, data and understand data instead of just voting on one thing, whether there's a D or an R behind their name. 
And I'm really worried. I'm, I'm, I'm not that much worried about if Biden wins, okay, really, trust me. I, I think we can withstand that, and I think he can hold off the left wing of his party. But if he can't, I'm not counting on the midterm election to save the United States. You're not counting on it, or you are counting on it? I am not counting on the, the you know, if, you know, if, if perchance something happens to Biden, you know, in the first few months, and they, you know, they have to say he's not suitable to be in the White House, or maybe, maybe even the Democrats will come out and say, oh my gosh, this was really true about Biden's family and all this money from the Ukraine. He can't stay in office. Boom, he's out. Uh, Kamala Harris is, is the president, and the left wing's taken over. And they, you know, they do, you know, they pack the court and they do this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, you know, under normal circumstances in 2022, the Senate and the House would flip and you'd have uh, the Democrats control in the White House. And then you'd have the, uh, the Senate and House in, in, in Republican hands. But I, I don't count on that to happen because of the way the, the media is being controlled by the left now. All right, we got you. Thank it you is so quite much. concerning. I'm, we talked, Mark and I talked off mic, but there was a rally for free speech out in Washington State over the weekend that was broken up by Antifa, and they got violent. You know, I, I think free speech is fundamental to this country, and I would never take away anybody's right to say what they think. And I don't think people should be punished for it necessarily, although we've had that discussion on this program any number of times. So send a letter to the local Antifa chapter and let them know to knock it off. You don't appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so I much, do, Mike. I do, no, listen, one last thing. I do believe Briefly. that we are very close to a, break, a societal breakdown and things could really spin totally out of control very quickly. It's happened in the past, different cultures, different societies. Let's hope you're wrong, but thanks for your comments, well, Mike. Well, we'll have Appreciate to glue them. ourselves back together. Yeah, we wonder what will glue us back together. It's the fact that we'll need to glue ourselves President back Trump. together. Uh, well, or okay. Joe Biden, either one, they're equally uh, unqualified. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Stand by, Eric, uh, upper right-hand corner, please. Says a Mr. We- if Ms. Welker is an exception, well, I'll start over again. If I do it? If Ms. Welker is as exceptional as Mark says, she won't ask Trump for the umpteenth time if he condemns racism as Guthrie did. And then when he said how many, when the president said, how many times do I have to say this? I condemn it. She said, well, you hesitated a bit. Oh, come on. Well, I think she is a person of color, I do believe, so she may speak to that uh, in her questioning. Yeah, hopefully she asks a question that is a how and why question. The president really needs to bone up on what's happening race-wise in America, and maybe Joe Biden does, too. So hopefully she'll ask a question that will give us some real sense on. Well, I'm just glad that Joe Biden uh, didn't, get a, didn't get a, uh, a vanilla milkshake because then he would have been called a racist. All right, 1-800. Please respond, folks. 1-800-795-9565. What's the name of this? uh, An overview of polling? What's that called? Uh, I heard one of the pundits call it a polar coaster. (laughs) Riding the polar coaster. (laughs) All right, lower right-hand cordon, please. Says, uh, Christian Welker advised Biden about Ukrainian policy. She worked in the Obama administration. Yeah, she'll be fair and balanced. Not. Well, she may be left-leaning. There's no argument there, but I think she's well, she's very capable well, we of can't, being objective. We can't objective. ignore Tom. Says, can't wait till the election is over. Joe's excuses on Trump are sickening. Of course, then, there will be excuses as to why he lost. Come on, man. Signed, Tom. <laughs> He's <laughs> Thanks, right, Tom. You know. All right, Eric, you're on the mark. You get 60 seconds. Okay. 
Joe, why are you trying to put words in my mouth? Um, I didn't. Uh, you're insinuating now that I'm calling people who support Trump as being ignorant. No, I no, I didn't say that. I said what you said was that pe- you said people who have investigated and who know, and they're voting for Biden. And I said the uh, the averse of that is that people who have that the, the uh, people on the other side who are voting for Trump haven't done those things. You made it sound like it, you precluded people who are Trump supporters from having done any valid research and arrived at a reasonable c- conclusion from that research. Again, you're trying to put words in my mouth. You're trying to, insin- you know, uh, cast and insinuate what I might be saying. Well, that was the and sense I true, got. But very, very Trump-esque of you to, you know, attack, <laughs> attack me that way. I but, wasn't attacking uh, you. I no. just was drawing a surmisal from what you said. Jeez, Louise, I can't you, even You're follow. drawing a surmisal from what I said. Uh, I've got a lot of, lot of neighbors down here and folks I go to, to go to church with who are supporting Mr. Trump. I don't agree with them. I'm okay. Just, I'm calling them ignorant or stupid. You're not. Um, I, I just I just feel that if you, uh, someone does research the issues, research what has happened in the last four years, sees where the country is right now, recognizes that we're still in the middle of this pandemic, and the President of the United States is out there saying everything's fine, we've turned the corner, next year's going to be the greatest year possible, if you elect me. But if you elect Mr. Biden, it, we're going to go into a depression without any facts. That 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 scares me, and but, uh, uh, I didn't see the I didn't see the. Um, the but it's the, uh, not without any facts, Eric. The, Joe Biden has said he's going to raise taxes. He's going to raise corporate taxes. You know, all those things are job killers. Everybody's going to have to pay their fair so, share. So, I mean, it depends on, on your view of what, what will work best for the economy. My view is that President Trump, while a flawed human being, has come up with some very good plans to move the country forward economically, better than we've seen in quite a few years. So I give him high marks for that. On the other hand, you know, there are things about the guy I don't like. So Thank you so much, Thanks. Mike, or Eric. Really so I, I mean to mischaracterize what you said. That's just what I gathered from it. And, Dan, you're on the no, mark. No no, 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 I'm sorry. Who's on the mark? Bob? Bob from Danville. You're on the mark, Bob. Yeah, hi. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it wasn't that long, uh, Mark said that he wouldn't vote for Trump under any circumstances. And and I'm just gathering what I gather from people I call in and and from what I see on TV and whatnot. You know, people focus on the individual in the White House, Trump or Biden. But what they really should be focusing on is what direction the country is going. You know, when 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 Paul, I mean, it's a party. It's not just an individual, and every every individual is flawed. That doesn't because a person is flawed. We're all flawed. Because a person is flawed doesn't mean they can't make they can't do good things or even great things. Look at JFK. Look at Martin Martin Luther King. I mean, great great flawed people, but they did great things. So you shouldn't you shouldn't look primarily at the individual sitting in the office. It's where they're going. And what they want to do, you know. My, I used to have philosophical discussions with my mother, who was very bright, and and she would say to me, "Bob, you think, hey, Bob, you think everybody thinks like you think? Well, of course, people think. I used to think that way. I thought, well, if you if you something you see something as as totally black or totally white, most people would think the way you think. But that's not necessarily the case. But my concern is that when people say they will will not vote for somebody." because of their personality, because of what they've done. That's not, the, that's not what they should be looking at. They should be looking at where the country's going, where that party wants to take the country. 
Well, I don't wouldn't vote for the president because of his entire body of work, the thousands of things he's done in office, not the hundreds of thousands of things he said that were easily offensive, but because of the thousands of things he has done or has not done, so or the the things that he says that are untrue. Those are the reasons that I I won't support him. But you're right. I mean, Joe Biden's not significantly better in any of those departments, but I, I can't bring myself to vote for the man that I know exactly who he is, and that's Fred, President Trump. I have to disagree with you, Mark. You know, <laughs> okay. when, you, when 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 uh, when people or when 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 the party is is proposing things that will change the dynamic, change the course of where we're going as a country. For example, uh, on the electoral college, they want to do away with the electoral college. That would change. That would change our country. That would give Democrats. Forever in the uh, in in the in the major seats. Right, if, they, if they if they give, you know, I, I can't understand why they would want to to uh, even consider reparations or consider uh, giving free or giving uh, free uh, education, health care to to people who are here illegally. You know, if you and, and take and take down the wall or or don't allow any more wall, so let everybody come in here. That would change the course of our country forever. Well, those are that's not. The, that's the course that the Democrats want to take. No, that's not true. At least the Republicans <laughs> can see down the road and see where we're going. And now, Bob, see, now you're doing what the president does. You take uh, one thing and you exaggerate it beyond recognition. Some of those elements are ideas that are being talked about. Eliminating the Electoral College isn't up to the Democrats. It's up to the entire nation in a complex project. But it's typical of the process. Democrats. They don't like the rules. They can't win under the rules. They want to change oh, the rules yeah. or throw oh, it out. Oh, Joe. It's not Republicans who are talking. Did you not just talking. listen to what Bob said, no, everything's not black and white it's just not Republicans. It it's not Republicans who have talked about eliminating the Electoral College. It's not okay. Republicans Fine. who are talking Let's about packing the Supreme the Democrats Court. want to get rid of it. Okay, we'll stipulate that if I let you just let me finish. Okay, and and likewise, the other important things that he talked about that are big issues in the nation that are worth examining. If the Democrats want to look at those and examine them and see if policy changes or simple or major changes are in order, they should do so. Bob, we'll give you the very last word. Go right. Oops, sorry. Hold on, Joseph. Bob, go ahead. We'll give you the you last have, word. Yes, you have to go by what they're saying and what they're proposing. And what they're proposing is not good for America. It will change America forever. All right, People we... need to think about that when they vote. Perfect. Yeah, well, very well said. Thank you so much, sir. Thank Please you. call appreciate every day. Call. We appreciate these kind of calls. All right. Uh, where are we here? Who's next? Dan is next, according to my green button. So we're going with Dan. Good morning, sir. You're on the Mark Last Caller before a quickie break, which means Joseph and Lance will probably be the last callers of the day. We've got text and emails of plenty. Go, Dan. Hey, good morning, guys. Why I concur with Bob, your last caller. We gotta look what the president has done instead of always going by the rhetoric you hear on a lot of the fake news networks. But anyway, Mark, you talked about the glue, and I'd love to talk about the glue. But I guarantee you, once I talk talk about the glue that holds America together. Joe cut me right off the radio. <laughs> I promise you that right now because I, I'm no longer allowed to talk about the glue that made America great. And that's God. And we had a common nominal 
everybody was somewhat of a nominal God believer, almost everybody in the 50s when I grew up. And today, we have no source of higher power that we all commonly believe in. Today, I said it many times, we're secular humanists in this country. We have no higher authority that we commonly believe in. Now, as you gentlemen say, we do look at things different, each one of our one of us believers, but we had a common belief system that was the glue that held America together. I, I remember the feeling we had. We weren't divided like this at each other's throat like it is now. I know people call in, they think I'm totally wrong on it, you know, on my viewpoint, and that's fine. But at least at one time in America, we had a common glue in the Almighty Creator that held us together. Well, now, see, I, well I, I, you were unfair to me. I didn't cut you off. What I, where I cut you off is when you imply that your path is the only path. What you believe is what everybody should believe, or they're going to uh, suffer dire consequences. He didn't, but I agree didn't with you because he said it. I know he said it. Thirty-seven percent right. <laughs> of all Americans attended church on a regular basis, and I agree with you. I think that we've lost something in that. I don't care what your faith is, Dan. I'm, you're allowed, entitled to it, but when you start trying to convince me that I should adopt your or if I try to convince you, you should adopt mine. That's where I think we're on That's shaky not, ground. Never, Dan's I not never talking about that. I told you to adopt a certain faith. I told I only presented what I believed, and and if I don't have that right, then uh, then you censored your program that I can't speak my opinion. Well, your opinion in generally, no, that's you're certainly entitled to that, but when you imply that other people are wrong for their opinions, and even faith. people who have no faith, I, I mean, that's... I think he said that. I okay. didn't catch that. No, okay. hey, how often have people disagree with my opinion, and I love them. I don't tell you to cut them off. In fact, I often said on this program that I appreciate Than's opinion. And I wouldn't want him to quit saying it on this radio talk show. I'm not against anybody's opinion, but because I have a strong belief system doesn't automatically make me wrong, and I shouldn't be worthy All right, to we got speak you. on a a program that's open phone. All right, right. thank you so much. Thank yep. you, thank you, thank Guys, you. Have Appreciate a great that. One. And I think uh, both President Trump and Joe Biden say they're people of faith, so they have uh, some connection. To well, I religion. agree with Dan. I think we've lost something in this country when people stopped attending church on a regular basis. That's my personal feeling. All right, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Under the Biden lockdown, the lights of Reno and Las Vegas were extinguished. Carson City will become a ghost town. If he comes in, Carson City will become a ghost town. And the Christmas season will be canceled. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear him sneak that? The Christmas season will be canceled. Uh, Lance, you're going to get 90 seconds. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Well... I don't see how uh, Joe Biden can pass himself off as Joe's six-pack lunchbox when for all those years he represented the most corporate-friendly state on the entire United States, and then he uh, rails against wealth, privilege, and corporate greed. But he has arguments with blue-collar workers at every turn. Yeah. It all depends on whose wealth we're talking about. He doesn't mind his own wealth. It's just other people's he minds. Well, when he files his income tax, he doesn't hesitate to use the loopholes. He uh, files as an S-Corp when he has a whole lot of money. I think that's so a that human he, condition in the U.S., not a political Well, one. yeah, okay, but then he rails against it, you know, says about we're going to close all these loopholes that he takes care of, takes advantage of you know, every chance that he gets. Yeah. And uh, the fact that he doesn't have any core values, I mean, he was once pro-life, and then when the far lefties in the party tell him, oh, you can't do that, well, he doesn't do that. I mean, the guy is a chameleon. So I really uh, can't see how you can uh, say this guy really is a uh, working person's candidate. Goodness gracious. Okay. Well, he raised his kids in a executive mansion. All right, we got to get that another caller. We have another caller, Lance. Lance, Thank Lance you. we have Thank another you. caller Thank we have you. to get in. Call right, tomorrow when uh, you have more time. Joseph, you're on the mark. Yes. I, uh, boy, I loved what Dan had to say there. He was right on. In fact, uh, the one in the Bible called the Messiah, he said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven, he said. He was pretty opinionated. But that, that was him. <laughs> and he, he always spoke the truth. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to comment on this uh, uh, Russian deal. Who do you think Russia would want to get in there? Somebody that bombed their Air Force bases in Syria, like uh, Mr. Trump? Or someone that drew a line in the sand in Syria and said, if you drop any more chemical weapons, we're going to do this. And they did, and he did nothing. That was Mr. Obama and Biden and Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. Yeah, I think Who it was, defeated uh... the military? Do you think that made Russia happy? That Trump built up the military and the guy that depleted the military? Do you think they want his vice president to become president? Of course they do. But why would they be working for Trump? Yeah. I can't get that at all. All right, we got you, Joseph. Call back tomorrow. You'll get more time. Yeah, I think it was the Times yesterday listed a list of who, which presidents support Trump, which presidents support Biden, or which countries support Trump, and which countries support Biden. It's funny. It's about 50-50 split. This is WKOK Sunbury.